Good Monday morning! This is your weekly dose of discipleship and encouragement. I'm your host, Arnie Manzano, and I hope our time together inspires you to live a discipled life and make disciples of Christ. Thanks for tuning in, and this is part 2 of our special episode 10. I hope Good Monday morning has been a blessing to you. Please share them with others. Our weekly episodes are on Facebook, YouTube, and podcasts. In the previous episode, Pastor Joe shared how his career started in the media industry and how his family came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and how God transitioned them from Manila to Canberra. In this episode, he will tell us of the challenges he faced, starting a new life in a new nation, and with his newfound faith in Christ, how he became the church planter and the pastor that he is now. Here's my time with Pastor Joe. Hello, Pastor Arnie. I recall the date when we came here. That was July 1, 2013, when we were at the Sydney International Airport. So because God, what, what next? What now? I was struggling because I really wanted God to reveal to me what my life would be like here. I was sort of like demanding him. I wanted to see what my life would be like here, but that was not his plan. In fact, I struggled to look for work for almost three years. Wow. In three weeks' time, our daughters all had their jobs. So I was driving them around because they, they didn't have any license yet. So I said, all of my daughters have worked already, but I haven't had any luck in finding job. I, a job. And I said, uh, what do you have in store for me, Lord? You're, you're making me wonder what life, is, uh, what life has in store for me here in, yeah. in, in Canberra. But it was just, he was just silent. He was not revealing anything to me. And finally, I had a, a short stint at a sort of like a hardware store here mm-hmm. as a kitchen designer, which I was so excited about. And I finally thanked him, Lord, finally, this is the answered prayer. And I thought that I would be designing kitchens on a computer, but 90% of what I was doing was actually hauling uh, large washing Whoa. machines into the parking lot and bringing them, wow. uh, lo- loading them to the trucks and SUVs of, of clients. It was a very physical job. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, being built like this, I wasn't really made for, for that <laughs> kind of job. And after three months, I said, I, I cannot. Physically, I really cannot. So... I, I was back at square one asking God, so Lord, this yeah. is not it. What, what is it that you really want me to do? And in uh, 2014, uh, our pastors from Metro Manila came to Sydney en route to Melbourne for their uh, leadership conference or some sort of a meeting. They've heard that there was this young family from Victory Greenhills who started small groups in Canberra. And while uh, Canberra is right in between Sydney and Melbourne, they said, why don't we drive by Canberra, spend the night there and and see what what these guys are up to. So Pastor Michael Paderes, Pastor Junes Kassar, two of our senior pastors from Sydney, they came here. And we were doing a backyard church. 
So when we came here, even if we didn't have any experience in running small groups, my wife was uh, a passionate disciple maker, just started making friends with people she meets in uh, the grocery or people she yeah. meets anywhere, invites them to uh, our, our small place. And that's where it started. We, we had the church going in our backyard with quite a number of people. And Pastor Michael said, Joe, what you have here is a, a church already. It's even bigger yes. than some of our church plants in other countries. And she, he said, why don't you go back to Manila and study in the School of World Missions to better equip you as missionaries? Because you're yeah. doing, what you're doing here is missionary work. We're not officially uh, sent by uh, the church in Manila, but we're doing missionary work. Yeah, and I but the Lord has sent you. <laughs> yes, the Lord has sent me. I didn't, I didn't realize that yet. Yeah. Um, I said, I vividly remember saying to Pastor Michael, I would, my heart is to serve the Lord, but I would pray about it. That's my stubborn way of answering him and telling God, Lord, I still want to work. I still want mm. to get a career here. I still want yeah. to replicate what I've done in Manila. And I will serve you in some other ways. We'll still continue to do this small groups and, you know, this little uh, backyard talks and devotionals. But I don't think I would want to serve you full time. So that was it. That was, that was where I was at that time. And then we came back to the Philippines in that year and went back to Victory Greenhills for a Sunday service. And then Pastor Dennis just, I just can't remember exactly what his preaching was about, but I was just convicted that day. Mm. And God was, say, God was telling me the reason why you can't find a job all these years in a country like Australia, where you have all the necessarily necessary qualifications to get a good job, the reason why you can't is because you're going to work for me whether wow. you like it or not. Yeah. So I remember telling Pastor Dennis, uh, yes. He said, yes to what? Yes, we are finally uh, decided to, uh, to go back and study. And that was in January of 2016. We went to mm -hmm. the School of World Missions. We left our children here. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, what happened uh, three years ago leaving Manila, but this time it's leaving our family here for yes. a higher and a greater purpose. Yeah. For a lot of people, they were looking at it as going backwards because instead of pursuing a, a future career in a country where there are a lot of opportunities for uh, the skills that I have, it was mm -hmm. like, why are you opting to go in full-time ministry? That means you're saying goodbye to a possible career that you are, you know, you've been wanting to have. But I said, uh, this is God's calling and I, I'm just being obedient to what he called yeah. me to do. Even if I don't know what will happen after that. All we knew was that we were going to study in Manila so that we can better equip ourselves in the missionary work that we're doing. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, my wife reminded me, the actual verse was in Acts 7.3, Go leave your sure. country and your people yeah. and go to the place I'll show you. I was talking about Hebrews when it was mentioned that uh, Abraham's obedience, right, to, to yes. God. It was sort of like that moment again where we had to 
obey God, not out of, you know, it's not blind obedience, but yes. obedience out of faith. So we came back six months or five, five months after the study. Uh, I was equipped with all the necessary tools. I was excited about it. The necessary toolbox that we can use to start, you know, yeah. growing the church here. And before we left, I, I remember asking Pastor Michael and Pastor June, so who are you sending to Canberra to pastor the church? Because we felt like we were already ready to help whoever it is that they're going to send. <laughs> Our thought right from the very beginning was that we will study so we can support the pastor that they're going to send to Canberra from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, we're not sending anyone. You're there and we're sending you back. <laughs> so we were first accidental missionaries and now we were accidental pastors. Yes. Not that we didn't <laughs> want to do it because we knew that that was God's calling for us, but it yeah. was really scary. Yeah. Because I was, we were just Christians for, we've been Christians for just three years and here we are trying to plant a church. We don't, yeah. you know, apart from the five months of like study that we've had, that's all we've had yeah. uh, in terms of knowledge and how to plant a church. Pastor Joe, let me just interrupt because that is really so every nation, you know, <laughs> that you, you're a chapter ahead. I figure, I figure. I, I, I'm, I'm sure yes. you read that, right? And uh, yes, yes. we are really an empowering movement. <laughs> mm. We we see the That's so true. people doing the work already, even before the title, even before anything else. We see uh, fruitfulness yes. and uh, passion in, in them. And then we equip them, equip them right? <laughs> uh, kind yes. of same what, what happened to me. And I, I know you've heard this quote too. Uh, God mm. doesn't call the equipped, but equips yeah. the called. And yes. you're definitely called. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. In line with that, my, my statement was God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies those he chooses, right? So same yes. thing, I think, with what happened to you. Because if there was one unqualified person that was me i really felt that i was not the right man for the job i may have had like a good background in in media and stuff like that but this mm -hmm. is a totally different ball game yeah. this is the handling of god's word and it's 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 something serious right you just can yes. you know uh make something out of it and tell it to everyone it has to yeah. be biblically faithful and that was Amen. what I was afraid of, about because I, you know, I don't know much about the Bible yet. It was just like me starting my journey and getting deeper into to God's word. And here I am going to talk in front of a lot of people. So part of our plan was to do a two-year pre uh, sort of like uh, church plant activity. Uh, part of my thesis was to launch the church in 2018. So that's a two-year program of making disciples and multiplying them until yeah. you reach a certain number where you can, uh, you know, have a viable church. That was May 2019. By July of that same year, two months after we arrived, we had our first service in a proper church facility. Wow. And it was like God fast-forwarding everything. Yeah. 
the two-year plan and all the other uh, you know strategies that went along with it did did not even materialize because it was mm. just right in front of us. There was a church, there was there was a, a place, a venue, and there were people coming in, yeah. and that's just how it is. Uh, it's it's been uh, four years, or so we're actually on our fourth year uh, now. Mm-hmm. We had their anniversary just a few weeks ago, and it's it's exciting because God has taken us to a place where we have to completely depend on him and him yeah. alone. I know it's, it's a journey. And, you know, uh, Pastor Arnie, looking back at my career and looking back at what I have achieved in my life, I said, if I were given the chance to do this, as what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, I would have done it earlier. Mm. I wouldn't have exchanged what I'm doing right now for what I have achieved or have done mm. in my life. Yeah. Uh, serving God in this capacity, I think, is uh, the greatest career I've ever had. There's never a waste uh, in God's economy. And That's it's right. never too late. <laughs> so yes. you're in the best season of your life right now. And I'm so happy for you. And I, I yes, really see some you know, similarities with our journey. Because both of mm. us came from showbiz before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, we are in the business of showing the world who Jesus is. How about that? Yes. We're in the business <laughs> like of making disciples. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so carry on, Pastor Joe. Well, I just, I just want to uh, encourage all your viewers and your listeners. Uh, when, when you feel God is telling you to do something, calling you to do something, well, God doesn't always reveal the entire uh, map to you. He only reveals portions of the map to you, just like yes. he did with Abraham. Uh, yes. And sometimes he would only let you know things you need to know on a per-need basis. Why? Because he wants you to move out of obedience and out of faith. Amen. Not out of expecting something for God to give you back. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's so encouraging and so uh, liberating because you know you're obeying a God who is able and a God who keeps his promises. Yes. The journey may not be easy. Life will be full of challenges. There will be troubles. There will be tribulations, as yeah. Jesus has said. But he has overcome all of them. We just Amen. have to put, put our faith Amen. in him and trust yeah. him that he only has plans for our good and for his glory. Amen. Yes, Pastor yes. Joe, if, if I could add to what you've just said, because that's really a mm. gem. I think what, mm. I mean, of course, we cannot think the thoughts of God. <laughs> his ways are higher yeah. than our ways. But we could that's only true. think about it or speculate. But sometimes I think why the Lord doesn't reveal to us the totality of his plans is because number one, mm. maybe our thoughts can really not take that. <laughs> our minds will explode. Yeah. And number two, uh, he gives it to us in bits and pieces so that we would mm. pursue him daily. See, so we would ask mm. him daily. Because yes. imagine if he gave the whole yes. thing, uh, we would not probably ask him anymore, right? We would not depend on That's him true. anymore. Yeah, so I really like what you said. Yeah. 
Pastor Joe, yes. as we end our time together, I, I'm so blessed and encouraged really. What can I be praying for you and your family in this well, season? Yes, it's a, it's a very challenging season for us, especially uh, in, a, in a country and in a culture where people don't have any need for God. Sadly to say that a lot of people here in Australia are, are privileged in such, I don't want, I don't want to call it uh, entitled, but there's mm. just, this country is just so blessed. Yeah. Uh, the downside to it is that the, a lot of people are so blessed that they don't feel they need God anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to, uh, make them realize that they need God in their life. Yes. Because unlike in the Philippines where if you lose your job or you get sick, you know, you need God's divine intervention in your finances to get you through here. We have a good government healthcare system. We have a government support, even in times of crisis like this, we have job keeper plans and governments giving you money and, People here who I know have uh, been very successful in their life without God, even from day one. And they would say, why would I need God? I have everything I need. I, yeah. I don't want to add anything more to that. So the challenge is uh, for us, sometimes it gets discouraging to uh, reach out to people who you feel like don't really care about God at all. Yeah. Discouraging in a way because, you know, the enemies at work a lot of times trying to discourage you that your work is not doing anything. It's not mm-hmm. like sort of uh, making any progress in terms of making people realize their need for God. So I think yeah. you just, we just need prayers for our family and our church so that yes. we will never uh, lose grasp of the calling that God has for our lives. It's easy to get distracted in a country that offers a lot of things yeah. materially. And it, it's hard to stay focused, especially if you are going through a lot of uh, challenges in your life as well, personally. So we need prayers for our family. We just pray for us, Pastor Arnie, that uh, we would remain faithful to the calling that God has yeah. put in our lives mm-hmm. and that we will continue to depend on him in every situation and every season in our life uh, that we would completely rely on his grace, not on our own strength. Okay. Pastor Joe, thanks for sharing those uh, prayer requests. And I would really be blessed and honored to, to pray with you uh, on that. So thank you. let me pray. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for Pastor Joe and his family. Thank you that you have called them in the season of their lives to be firmly rooted and grounded in love uh, in you and in Australia, in Canberra. Lord, I pray a blessing over them. And the scripture comes to mind uh, from Psalm 119. It says, uh, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Lord, thank you that amidst the challenging times, amidst the negativity, or even Mm -hmm. this climate of people uh, thinking that they do not need you, Lord. I pray Mm -hmm. that Pastor Joe, his wife, and their family, their children, 
Lord God, will be bearers of your word, that they will Amen. speak uh, a now word to people that will really mm. penetrate uh, their hearts and their spirit. And they will say it, Lord, uh, and speak the truth in love and also with just mm. genuine compassion and concern that there's, there's really when they say the words, it will be out of love and out of humility. And Amen. people will yes, just Lord. begin to open their hearts uh, mm. knowing that this is genuine friendship and love that uh, you yes. are offering them through Pastor Joe and his family. So I pray also, Amen. Lord, that they will not be discouraged, that they will always find their mm. joy, their strength in you amidst also the, the family of, of believers with them in, in Canberra and even outside, Lord, in the every nation world, Lord, uh, people, people like me, <laughs> I'm just so blessed to be spending time yes, with, with Pastor Joe right now and uh, just speak a blessing over him. Thank you, so, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord, that you will continue to bless the works of their hands, that they will remain faithful to the call, that they will not be discouraged if they do not see uh, growth yet. Um, but you're doing something, yes, Lord. Lord. I believe it. You're, you're doing something mm. with the people that they're reaching out to. Uh, there will be changes, Lord God, in lives of people. There will be healing, Lord God, that will come. And with that healing, they will come, will come faith and uh, family members of people getting healed, Lord, will uh, put their faith and trust in you. And thank you, Lord, for using Pastor Joe Amen. and his family, yes, Lord, Lord God, for, for this people to get to know you uh, as Lord and Savior. So I, I also pray, Lord, for provision that they will not be worried or concerned, Lord, where finances will come in. Thank you, Lord, for how you have remained faithful, Lord. Um, yes, I know... Lord. Uh, yeah. Pastor Joe doesn't have any regrets of uh, saying, uh, yes, in a way, goodbye to his life before because he's living his best life now. Thank you, Lord God, that uh, you have given us life and life to the full. Thank mm. you, Lord. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportune time, Lord, that uh, Pastor and Arnie and I can to share our, our passion for you, Lord. Lord, I pray, uh, I'm, I'm deeply encouraged, Lord, by how he has been obedient to your calling in his life, Lord, from you, Lord. Uh, just like my story, from leaving everything behind in the Philippines and pursuing uh, your calling uh, for him to go to Singapore, Lord. I know that you have called him to this place for a purpose, Lord. And I know, Lord, that you have... Uh, planned this all along you have went before you have gone before him lord and you are still with him in the middle of the storm of his life lord whatever it is that he's going through lord i pray that you would continue to encourage him and strengthen him lord your mercy and your love yeah. is new every day lord and we hold yes. on to that and lord we i just i just pray lord that you would be over and above all his needs financially lord emotionally lord i pray that yes. you would continue to give him wisdom lord in how he deals with issues with church members lord that he would be a beacon of of encouragement to those who are going through uh troubled times in their lives lord mm -hmm. lord thank you for uh the blessing that he is to our church in singapore lord and i pray that you would continue to use his life lord 
as a salt and light to a lost world, Lord. May Amen. he, his family, be an example of, of your faithfulness, of your love, of your mercy towards your people, Lord. I thank Arnie for heeding your call to serve you full-time in the ministry, Lord. And I pray that you would bless every aspect of his life, that you would thank give you, him Lord. good health, you would protect his family from harm, from any infection, Lord, and you yes. would just provide for their every need, Lord. Meet him at his every point of need, Lord, according to the riches in your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Pastor Joe, thank you so much. I'm, I, I'm really blessed to have spent time with you today. Same here, same here. Thank you, and God bless you too and your ministry in Singapore. Our journey with God starts with trust. Without trust, there will be no good relationships. Proverbs 3.5 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Trust means our confidence, our reliance, our security is in the Lord with our all. That means our whole heart fully, wholly, completely is in Him. And the verse continues, and do not lean on your own understanding. We may not understand at first totally, but what we are called to do is to trust God fully. Verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. To acknowledge God means to know that He is sovereign, that He is above all. He orders the steps of those who fear Him, of those who acknowledge Him. And as we do, He will straighten our paths. It does not mean that all our paths will be rosy and problem-free or storm-free. What it means is we continually grow towards a goal, that we progress towards a goal. And the goal is to glorify God, to honor Him, and to grow in Christ-likeness. As we pray, let me pray along the lines of verses 7 and 8 of Proverbs 3. It says there, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Lord, thank you that the fear of you is the beginning of wisdom. Lord, we are not going to be wise on our own eyes. We will not lean on our own understanding. Help us, Lord God, to turn away from evil and fear you, O Lord. Verse 8 says, it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Lord, thank you that healing, physical healing, emotional healing, Lord God, and relational, spiritual healing, Lord, comes from you. And I pray, Lord, that as we trust you, you will just begin to refresh our souls, bring refreshing, bring life, bring strength, Lord, bring vigor, Lord Jesus, as we trust you, as we put our faith in you. Lord, may we not make decisions apart from your Spirit. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us to the path that is straight. Thank you, Lord. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Before we end our episode, I actually asked Pastor Joe about a song or a soundtrack in the season of his life right now. If there's one song, what would it be? And he said, it's Just Like Heaven by Brandon Lake. 
and I'll put the link below so that you could listen to it as well. Thanks for joining us today and I hope this episode was a blessing to you. Like or comment on the video or share it with others. Follow on Facebook for daily inspirational content which you can share with others. Subscribe on YouTube or podcast for our weekly episodes. That's it for today. Have a good Monday morning and a blessed rest of the week.